You are listening to College Success Habits with Jesse Mogul, episode 60. Welcome to the show. Oh, this show's the best. The best show. Best show. Best show ever. Welcome to the College Success Habits podcast. Do you want to triumph through school and have a little fun along the way? Learn habits to help you attain better productivity and hacks to help you slide through classes at any age. Here's your host, college circuit speaker, Jesse Mogul. Welcome back to College Success Habits. I'm your host, Jesse Mogul. As always, I am honored to have you on the show with me. Today, we are going over sixth principle, exercise flexibility. Exercise some flexibility in your life. If you have not already gone over to amazon.com and bought your your edition of the College Success Habits ebook, grab it up now. Paper available in August if everything goes according to plan. Um, we'll see what happens with corona and all that jazz and hopefully everything's opened up. Anyways, we have de- discussed developing a growth mindset, cultivating courage, being decisive, taking action, embracing discipline, and now we are exercising flexibility. Why is flexibility so important? Because plans never play out the way you think they will. They literally don't. Help the plan to shoot all these podcasts in one day is, is sort of kind of playing out. <laughs> the writing of the book and how that how fast I expected that to come out. It did not play out the way I thought. Any plans you had back in March before the pandemic hit, uh, I mean, those went haywire. Any of the ideas you had about how your semester was going to end, if you were one of those that found me right at, you know, this was your senior year of high school going into your freshman year of college, I promise you that did not play out the way you thought it would. And look how flexible society got with that. You know, you had uh, famous people doing commencement speeches on YouTube and on TV about it. You had high school principals traveling around and, and, and wishing every one of its graduates, you know, thank you for graduating. I mean, you had you saw a lot of flexibility with people throughout this pandemic. If that hasn't shown you that you have the power to be flexible, I don't know what will. Even when you think you weren't being flexible, you still were adapting to the new online school thing that they were throwing out and you still got you still did it even if you thought you couldn't so why is flexibility so important because nothing's going to ever go as planned hurdles are going to show up you're going to have to deviate from the original plan like i've said before um that uh plans are worthless but planning is priceless you have to understand that flexibility is going to be one of the most key components of your life just simply for no other reason. Things just don't play out like you would hope that they would. So exercising flexibility, why is this important? Because if you are sitting here thinking that the plan you wrote out is always going to play out according to the way it was originally written, you're going to be in for a shocker. And when you run up into one of those hurdles, when the plan isn't playing out the way you wrote it down, then boom, all of a sudden, what, you're just going to stop? Everything's going to shatter? This growth mindset that you're developing, the courage you're cultivating, the decisiveness that you're being, the action that you're taking, the discipline that you're embracing, and what, it all just stops when things don't go according to plan? No, it does not. So when you ask yourself, well, okay, what does exercising flexibility look like? You've been doing it your entire life. Why more people don't see that is beyond me. 
When I'm like, hey, man, you just need to be more flexible. No, no, it's got to happen this way and this way and this way. I'm like, oh, really? Everything in your life has always just played out right the way you thought it would. 2020 played out just the way you thought it would, huh? No flexibility at all. Yep, you, you, you were told you couldn't go to restaurants eat anymore, so you just, what, kicked in the door and sat down at the table and started screaming until somebody brought you food? No. You stayed your ass at home and you figured it out another way. Oh, I can't learn online. I got to be in the classroom. Well, really? Because you figured out a way at the end of last semester. What, you thought you were going to join a sports team and everything was going to play out exactly as you thought? Have you, There has never been a football game that has been that has been drawn up by the coaches before the game and then when they go out there that boom every single play happens exactly the way they wanted i can't help but bring up a muhammad ali quote that you know uh like what is it like um all plans are great until you get punched in the mouth it's a quote that he has i don't i think i'm I think i might be butchering it just a little bit um i can't remember if i put it in the book or not but that would have been a really good one to put as far as flexibility goes you know, it's like uh, all game plans are great until you get punched in the mouth, right? Like you think you got it all figured out until you walk out there and it's push <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Well, you know, then we're going to, because we're going to have to come up with a new game plan because I just got punched in the face. You know, now most of us won't take on careers that will uh, put us in a position to get punched in the face, but it can be happening metaphorically as well where you have an idea of how a project's going to play out, how a relationship will play out, how a career advancement will play out. And it generally doesn't play out the way that you'd hope. You get punched in the mouth and you got to figure out a new a new strategy, right? What does flexibility look like? It's it's realizing that when you get punched in the mouth, metaphorically, that you sit down and you start coming up with some other, other ways to do it. Being flexible. Why having flexibility is important to me seems like a no-brainer because if you don't, you literally will get stopped at the first hurdle and it's like you're a Roomba who's trapped in a corner. You just keep bouncing off the wall. And it's like, well, you know, if you just swivel around, there's a wide open room right behind you. Problem solved. So what is flexibility? Whenever that first hurdle comes, you know, you don't necessarily have to have all the answers right away, but you certainly have to have thought about, well, okay, well, if this doesn't go this way, as I would hope, what are some other options? I used to do this all the time in university. I just realized that I have forgotten to tell stories since cultivating courage. I miss be decisive, take action, and embrace discipline. Well, I mean, I guess with my body, that helps with discipline because when I got sober, I really got strong. Uh, taking action, I mean, again, that was a little bit like the cultivating courage one. whenever I talked about taking action when I went to Music Men, being decisive. Anyways, I won't go back and reshoot those episodes, but I definitely just realized that has happened. <laughs> So where in my life did I find flexibility and use it? When I was in college, and I was a journalism major back then, and I had this dreamy idea that I was going to you know, be a sports writer and eventually go on and be on ESPN, and I probably could have had I you know, stuck with it, but that just wasn't my calling. Um, you'd have an idea of how you, were, how you wanted a story to go, and you'd line up all of your, uh, I would line up all of my um, interviewees, and I would call them all up, and I would secure the appointment, and I was super pumped, and I was like, this is how the story's going to play out. I'd start to chart it out. You know, I was like, okay, well, this is what I've already been able to research and find out. I just need to ask them questions that get them to give me quotes that basically fill in the blanks. And then uh, an interviewee cancels. Or I ask a question, and they give me a completely 
different answer that actually opens up a whole new can of worms about the story that I wasn't even prepared for, right? I had to exercise flexibility. What I wanted this story to be about was now no longer what it could be about because what I thought it was about isn't even what it was really about. So now I got to get different people to uh, be interviewed to finish up wrapping up the story. I have to ask different questions. Somebody canceled and that was like my main expert. Now I got to go find somebody else who's, you know, somewhat acclaimed. So, you know, if I'm doing a story on building a telescope at the Canary Islands, I'm not over here talking to a gardener in the butterfly garden uh, because he's the only one who would accept my phone call at the time. Not the best person for a story about a telescope in the Canary Islands. I had to be flexible and have some backup plans. Now, you don't want to get yourself like so locked into this um, this fear of potential hurdles that before you even start the project, you're trying to figure out all the problems that might occur so you have a backup plan, right? You, you, you're going to go on a road trip and you sit in the driveway waiting for all the lights to be green before you go. It's not going to happen. It's just not. You're going to be sitting in the driveway for the rest of your life. Right? You're waiting for all the ducks to be in a row before you go off and do your thing. It ain't going to happen. Right? So you just got to, at some point, say, okay, I am as prepared as I possibly can be. We'll figure out the rest along the way. That's what being flexible is going to sound like. We've got a plan. We'll figure out whatever is going to happen along the way. We've got a couple backups just in case. Right? It's like moving out to Hollywood. When I moved out here, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get into stand-up comedy to go do that for a couple years. I'm going to get on one of those ensemble comedy shows on television. And before you know it, I'm going to be, you know, a star. Like I like I'm going to be one of the friends on the next big ensemble hit. Well, I got out here and realized that, you know, one, that didn't really seem like a, all that much fun going to all these auditions and, and watching how the whole thing played out. I was like, you know what? This really isn't exciting me. I thought it would excite me, but it didn't. I joined Second City, got into improv, did some stand-up. I was like, yeah, this is really cool. In an acting class one day, the teacher was like, you know what? I don't know if you're really an actor, but you seem like you're really good at being Jesse. Because when you act, you're just Jesse being all these other people. Like, you know, you really should just get a job doing what you do best, which is just being you being funny and witty and, and, and bright and, and snappy and just do that. And it was like a light went off and I was like, oh man, yeah, back in 1994 when I started Ball State, my idea was to be a sports broadcaster. I was going to be a TV host like Bob Costas and do sports. So I started looking at ways to be a host and it was awesome. It was exactly what I wanted to do. And all that improv classes and all the stand-up sessions that I did, it actually helped me on the microphone got me more confident because stand up on a stage and do comedy, I'm going to tell you what, it is a very lonely place up there if you start to suck. When you bomb, man, you are up there on your own. Just like you're on camera with a microphone in your hand on a red carpet, all on your own. You need to be snappy and witty and bright. You need to have ask a question and the answer that the person gives you is so off the wall, you don't just go straight to the next question you already had pre-prepared. No, you've got to get in on that answer that they just gave you. So when you say, well, what does flexibility look like for you, Jesse? It was realizing that I could, and I tell this story in the book, so I won't go into it too far, but I always wanted to be a journalist. I always wanted to tell interesting stories. I wanted to travel and really see the world and meet all the amazing people in it. By doing these podcasts, by by traveling and going on stage and speaking and by being a coach, I'm literally doing all of that. 
and being able to write blog posts and being able to host shows and do all this, everything I learned in college comes back. The advertising, the marketing, the design, the copy editing, the the writing, the photography, everything I learned at University of Florida that I thought was preparing me for a career in sports broadcasting or in sports writing was actually just preparing me to be just extremely well-rounded in every facet of what I do now. From writing a book, to being a podcaster, to being an interviewer, to being on interview shows, to you know speaking on stage and being a coach. Everything I have done has prepared me for this. But if I had been locked into the idea that I can only be a journalist and I can only utilize the skills I learned in college if I work at a newspaper and I'm a sports writer, I would probably not have a job right now because the newspaper industry is falling apart. But two, would I even be happy? I don't, I don't know. But I do know that I was flexible enough to see that all of the talents and skills and passions and hobbies that I had picked up were utilized very efficiently and very well in what I am currently doing. So when you say, okay, Jesse, how can I be flexible? Take on that mentality that everything that you're learning will play a role in your life somewhere, even if why you originally learned it was for one particular aspect of your life, you will be able to draw a comparison on how to use that knowledge over here in a different area if you just open your mind to figuring out a way that they connect. Now, algebra, geometry, trigonometry, I have no idea why I took those things in college or in high school. I have never used those one since. So I don't know why I learned Pythagorean's theorem or Pythagoras' theorem. I don't know why on earth I ever needed to know what a, what a cosine was. Still to this day, I don't know. Maybe coders use it whenever they write algorithms. Maybe if I was a physics person, I would be using it, right? I mean, that's where they talked about that stuff. But I'm not any of those things. Uh, in Europe, I would have, very at a very young age, they would have put me off into the languages category and not into the sciences category. And I would never have had to even take all that math crap. That's what I really like about what Europe does is that they, at a young age, they figure out, are you going to be languages? Are you going to be the math science, right? So you're either languages or science. And then boom, you don't ever have to worry about taking a trigonometry class, which was a waste of my time in high school. And I'd much rather have been taking creative writing or something that had more of a creative spin to it than taking freaking geometry B or A or two or whatever with Mr. Askins who gets a shout out in my acknowledgements for showing me in high school that my future was in languages. (laughs) So I would be remiss if I didn't say Mr. Nespajani is the one who showed me that languages was so super dope. And if I just focus my attention there, I could be super awesome like he. Um, But again, flexibility. So how can you be flexible? One, it's just as simple as realizing that you already are flexible. And when you find yourself being inflexible in certain areas, like we've discussed in the previous episodes, go back and find a time in your life when you were flexible and ask yourself, why were you flexible then? What what was flexibility like for you then? And how were you flexible? And take those resources and bring those up. When you say, Jesse, how can I be more flexible? It's just, it's literally realizing that there are a million ways to get to a destination. Don't get locked in on one. There's a, there's a road here, 405. The 405 is, a, is it the 405 or is it the five? It's the five. And it goes through these mountains right outside, a little bit north of Los Angeles. And it's this area called the Grapevine. And unfortunately, it literally has like, 
zero country roads that somehow will get you through the bad weather. And even if the, if the, if the, if the wind and the snow and the rain is that bad that it shuts down the grapevine, even if you could somehow magically get off on one of these country roads, you probably would get stuck in like four feet of snow and bears would eat you. And literally this is like 20 mile. Well, let's see, probably about 30, 40 miles outside of Los Angeles. So when you think of sun and fun with Los Angeles, I can promise you there are mountains very near where you will get your ass stuck in some serious heavy snow in the winter. And, you can only practice so much flexibility when you're trying to come from, from up north to get into Los Angeles if you find yourself stuck in this grapevine with crappy weather. It is one of the very few instances I've, I have found when it comes to there are multiple ways to get someplace where that saying doesn't work in this regard. If you're coming from San Francisco and you're on the five heading south and you get stuck in the grapevine, you're done. It becomes Carmageddon and you're stuck there for a day and a half. This happened last winter. So that example aside, generally, if you're trying to get a project done, if you're trying to get a relationship in a happy place, there are a lot of ways to do that. So when you ask yourself how to be flexible, it's literally just seeing all the different ways that something can be accomplished and not getting locked in on that one. In the book, I give you some really great examples about this, and especially in the what if section. What if you don't find yourself being flexible? As I've already discussed, go back in your life and find a time when you were. Figure out the why, the what, and the how of your flexibility at that time in your life and bring those resources to the present. I'm telling you, getting good at that, I've learned this in NLP and I teach this in my seminars and on stage and stuff like that. By just going back and finding a time in your life when you were able to utilize this particular skill or this particular principle or whatever it might be, and then saying, oh, okay, well, in high school when I had this project and it didn't go very well and I had to be flexible and I did this, this, and this, and this, and boom, I accomplished it. Okay, well, I did that there. How does that look similar to what I'm dealing with now? You know, in high school, working on the yearbook or working on the school newspaper um, and then realizing, oh, okay, well, we had this issue with the typesetting or we had this issue with the photograph and this is what we did. Well, now here I am at the University of Florida and I'm having a similar issue. Well, what did I do then? Oh, okay, okay. Well, now I've got more skills. I've learned new talents. And now I'm able to even see the problem on a whole new level and be able to solve it much more efficiently because I have all this experience from having been flexible in other areas that I can now draw upon. The older you get, the more you'll have noticed that you're developing a growth mindset, that you've cultivated courage, that you're being decisive, that you're taking action, you're embracing discipline, which when you get down to it and get you to that time when you're like, oh my God, everything's falling apart. What am I going to do? You're able to exercise flexibility better because you have all of these other experiences where whether you realize it or not, you were literally being flexible. A lot of these principles and how when you get to that, well, what if I'm not being, you you have been. I promise you, you have been. So really, it's just opening your mind up to the possibilities, getting you to go back and see where in your life you were these things, being able to change the thought process of, I don't know how to do this. What? Oh my God, what am I going to do to, hold on, wait, I have done this. So how can I take my history and the experiences I, I have from back then and bring them up to the present and utilize those. So exercise your flexibility right now by going over to your Amazon app on your smart device, by going over on your desktop and opening up a new da- tab, 
type in Amazon.com, type in College Success Habits, go down there, buy the book, rate the book, review the book, give me tons of love, tons of love, just like I'm exercising flexibility. Like these episodes may not drive book sales the way that I hope, but that's okay because I have other marketing strategies. So I've got multiple things going on. Doesn't mean I don't want you to go buy the book. You go buy the book right now. It is a special price just for you. So you go buy the book right now. But I also am doing other things. I'm being flexible in how I get the word out on this sh- on this on this book via my podcast. I've got uh, other podcasts that I'm working on getting on, and uh, it's going to be great, right? But I, I'm being flexible in how this is going to play out because honestly, there are a lot of moving pieces, and I'm in control of so few. I can only control what I can control, and that's another beautiful thing about flexibility. Is if you realize that certain things are out of your control, then you stop trying to control everything. Because you realize that you 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 can control your world. But if you're waiting on somebody else to get their work done so that you can move forward, there's only so much you can do. You can call them, you can bug them, you can you know do whatever you can do to help facilitate their end of it faster. Hire somebody better next time. Talk to them about the consequences. Uh, a lot of this stuff is covered in the book, so I'm not going to go up on much longer. But flexibility. I mean, all of these principles are important, but by the time we've gotten to this sixth one, flexibility and how all of the other ones will play out in your life when you've gotten to this point will be what keeps you moving forward and not getting discouraged. And in the next episode, when we talk about tenaciousness, we'll finally be able to wrap up all six of these and show you how they culminate in just the most beautiful seventh principle that you could possibly want to bring into your life. You know how to find the book. You know how to find the podcast. Go subscribe, rate, review. Buy, rate, review. Love me, love me. Say that you love me. That's a song by, I think, the Divinals. Anyways, (laughs) inclusivity over exclusivity. Inclusivity over exclusivity. The power of positive energy. Release and flow. See you again next week. Bye-bye. 